And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Wayne Dupree program. Wayne will be joining us momentarily. My name is Hutch Bailey Jr. from my remote location uh, somewhere out there uh, in the mountains. Uh, let's go over to Jason and what's going on, Jason? We're getting hey, right. hey, hey. Oh my gosh, let's move us around. Top of the morning, Hutch. Happy Monday to you and Wayne. Hutch is uh, establishing our beachhead in the remote regions when we need to defend against the uh, government overreach. Uh, yes, and it will uh, it'll it'll improve as we go, ladies and gentlemen. And I did not know it was logging day out here, so if you hear some chainsaws, I apologize in advance. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show, Wayne Dupree. Out of breath, but I'm here. Um, Godfather Conservative Radio, Ms. Hutch Bailey Jr. in the Northern Command, the grandfather. I, and it's funny because I got the grill father. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then we I'll got Mr. J. We got Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot to talk about. Short time to do it. We got um we got an awesome um guest coming on today. And we got a we got a surprise guest for you tomorrow. Yeah, we got a surprise guest for you tomorrow. But um let's talk about Anthony Blinken there for a second. Um Anthony Blinken. Uh, they well, they China, China um, the CCP, and that's something that you're going to hear on this show a whole lot more than probably other shows. They were going to call the CCP for what for what they are. They're just CCP. When I see the headlines and stuff, all I see is China, right, China right. this, China that, China that. I don't see CCP. So when people think about the communist thing, like we used to. Most of the times, man, that whole country is communist. Man, you know, it's like, no, the whole country isn't communist. They're the heads of state, the people in charge are communists, just like here. But we have soft communists here. We don't have hard communists. We have soft communists on their way to hard communists. Am I right? Absolutely. And, and on the way uh, is you, you can see the preview in the DOJ right now. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's on the way. That that's going from soft to hard right there. When you when you arrest, indict, and and have a tri- have numerous trials for a popular president who happens to be your opponent, that's hard communism. Yeah, exactly, Jay. Well, and it, it's funny. The play on words that they use is remarkable because words, yeah. everybody can agree the USSR was terrible. And, you know, it was essentially a communist country, whatever you want to call it. And that's why we hate Russia, right? Like the average Russian citizen, we're fine with. Like they go to work, they practice their faith just like we do. We dislike their government. And now we're okay with China using that same government and trying to spread and exert their influence across the the world. It's it's terrifying. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot forget. I, I can't. I can't forget the 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 awesome uh, uh, listeners at Red Voice Media. You, you, you know, you know, we broadcast um, seven to eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, uh, uh, for the next couple of days, it looks like we're going to be broadcasting at noon. So we are broadcasting live on the Red Voice uh, Red Voice Media Rumble channel. 
we are there. We are live. And to all of you awesome uh, um, patrons over there and uh, to all of you, uh, make sure you share that channel because Red Voice Media is doing something that um, other channels or other networks or even other organizations aren't doing. And I'm not afraid to say it because I've been in we've been in the game for a little bit. We know the players. We know the players and we know the real people. And uh, uh, Red Voice uh, um, is headed by some real people. And um, they are, you know, they're trying to put out a whole lot of conservative, a whole lot of content, um, leaning conservative, but middle to speaking about that. You know what, Wayne, before we go on, we should give a shout out too for prayers for Matt Couch, the normal uh, one o'clock host on Red Voice Media. He sounds like he had some health issues with pneumonia or something and he's in the hospital. So make sure all the folks keep uh, keep Matt Couch in their prayers for a speedy recovery. Speak, speak, speaking of the 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 uh, <laughs> the uh, center, right? I told y'all that that mayor in Florida is there to do some damage to DeSantis. Now, he didn't vote for Trump in 2016 and he didn't vote for Trump in 2020, but he did say that he will pardon Trump or vote for Trump if Trump was a nominee uh, in 2024. But he also came out and slammed DeSantis over the weekend. He said DeSantis is not a people person. He said, he, he, he said, um, if you look at it, uh, only one person from the house has endorsed him, where everybody else is running to Trump. It's like, you got to be a people person. I'm a people person. When he's in the room, he doesn't really know what to say to people. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He, I was like, well, there you go. There you go. I mean, I... To me, to me, it really, I mean, to me, it was weird that somebody from Florida, other than Trump, somebody from Florida is jumping in the race from Miami, albeit he's popular down there, by the way. And I was like, okay, well, he's, man, he's speaking. Oh, and he's also speaking out against the, um, the Disney thing with um, DeSantis. I was like, man, you better win because if you don't win and DeSantis gets back to governor, you in trouble because. We all know what DeSantis does to um, uh, to uh, people that disagree in their race. Yeah, he's uh, playing with fire there. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to be a municipal government or mayor, how are you going to get help from the state? I mean, and you can tell the sanctimonious is the sanctimonious. So he'll, uh, he'll retaliate, I think. Well, yeah, and it's... You know, anytime you see these people that declare for president, it's always like, what's their real reason? And, you know, like Chris Christie, he's in the race to attack Trump. That's it, plain as day. But, yeah, Wayne was the first one when he saw that guy nominated. He's like, well, what the heck's this guy trying to do? I don't think I know yet what he's trying to do. But it seems like attacking DeSantis is his thing. So who knows? I mean, maybe... Maybe he sees a future in a Trump White House. Maybe he VP something like VP. that. I, I mean, look, Latino. Look, I mean, I ain't gay nothing, but the dude does kind of look good, though. I mean, but okay, but other than that, no. Um, What's well, no I different just, than Mayor Pete? 
Mayor Pete ran for president. He knew he wasn't going to win, but now he's Secretary of Transportation. And he is gay. And he is gay. <laughs> and he don't know what he's doing. I mean, we got bridges falling down and, and, and all over the country. You know. I-95 and yeah. 95 and 95 and 95. <laughs> I I yearn for the days when I had no clue who the transportation secretary was. Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't name like more than maybe one of the last ten, and yeah. now this guy's like front page news ten times this year. Pa- um, Pastor Donnie is over there on um, uh, Red Voice Media. What's up, Pastor Donnie? We also are. Don't forget, we also are broadcasting on our Rumble channel too. So, but um, if uh, make sure you know what, make sure that you. Uh, subscribe to red voice media on top of that make sure you subscribe to them yeah um but um to get back to get back to um to get back to some of the other things that uh i wanted to talk about chris christie man chris christie and um, bill barr two of the biggest people in the room literally but um physically yeah uh two of the biggest people in the room i don't know whether they got their quarterly checks i don't know whether they got set up uh, in um, the Hamptons or something like that, but they're coming out full steam, boy. Bill Barr is look <laughs> by Friday. I'm surprised that Bill Barr don't um, declare for the 2024 election um, to run uh, to run too. Because man, Christy, Chris, uh, but Chris did come out and say something yesterday that should uh, kind of pull people back. Look, you're not going <laughs> to. Let me ask you a question. Do you think a person like DeSantis, who's trying to run to the right of Donald Trump, do you think that the country would elect him or would they elect someone still like Donald Trump? Not say that Donald Trump wasn't elected in 2016. Say that this is his first time. But you know, based on his um, politics, that he's more of a center-right type of person with more of a leaning right, but he's more center-right. Do you think that they would elect Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump today? I don't think so. I mean, to me, DeSantis is an establishment-type person. And I think that for the first time in a long time, the electorate is realizing what that means. Mm. You know, when you see nothing ever coming out of the House or the Senate, and you you see these judges, it, it's uh, Donald Trump is more than center right ideology ideological, right? You know, he's more America. For, he's the first guy that's been in there in my life that wasn't part of the big team that we're not a part of. Yeah, I got to say, President Trump caused a great awakening in people, and that's where candidates like even rfk jr and we don't necessarily like all his positions but here's a guy getting up speaking out against the establishment telling truths stating opinions you may agree or may not agree i mean when was the last time you had politicians before trump that you could say you know what i really disagree with that position i agree with that position overall i'm going to support him like democrats they can speak nothing negative about trump DeSantis supporters can speak nothing negative about DeSantis. Like, that's how politics work. Trump broke that. We're openly critical about some things he does, but he still has our vote. And and I just don't know if you'll put that genie back in the bottle. 
I think we're just starting to see candidates like Trump and Kennedy, even Ramaswamy, which like you can have your opinion on him, but he's saying things that people don't say when they run for president, you know, and I think that's a good thing. Tulsi Gabbard's another example on the left where she said things Democrats really didn't like. So hopefully that leads to something good. But the reason why I say it is because Christie came out yesterday and said that um, he thinks that it should be up to the parents to make the decision on whether to allow their children to get uh, allow their children to have gender um, surgery stuff and not and 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 not the government. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now, you know, it's okay to move to the center on a couple things, but that's not that's not one of those things. No, that's not a parental choice. That's a wait until you're 18 choice. Yeah. That's something that nobody else should be able to choose that for somebody else. That's, that's this. It's to me, it's the same way as the vax. I never thought way before COVID, I never thought the government should have the authority to make you get a vaccine. Now, a brief exception back when I used to trust the military was that because I've got, I've got 50. You saw you too, Wayne. You've got 50 vaccines. Thanks for reminding. We got every vaccine known to man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we do. But well, since, but since then, I, I don't know. Everyone but the COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Well, and then it's funny because, like, I am a big supporter that government should leave us alone, and government also has a responsibility to protect kids, which is why the drinking age or the age for tattoos or the age for military service is eighteen. And there's a procedure where you can go to get like emancipated from your parents or that kind of thing. But permanent changes like gender reassignment surgery, like that shouldn't, that just shouldn't be a thing. Okay. Well, uh, and plus, you know, and watching them do that, I'm like, okay, we've, we've gotten to that season. We've gotten to that phase of the campaign where you need to say whatever you need to to say to get on air. So that's, you know, that's basically what it is. And Christy, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe these polls or not, Christy's third now. Christy is um, uh, below DeSantis. So at nine, at it nine, it tells you everything you need to know about Pence. Right. Well, and here's the thing there is a percent of the Republican electorate that is just going to support President Trump. Yeah, period. And, that's it. and you're and that's right. Right. And you're just not going to budge him. So the more they go after him, the more he picks up people like that. And I think the most critical thing for the Trump camp right now, uh, other than trying to win the presidency and win his freedom, uh, is to cultivate people to go behind him. People right. like Carrie Lake and, and different uh, different. Uh, I guess members of Congress, but I'd I'd rather see it from outside Congress. To be honest with you, me too, me uh, too, me too. You know, I, I think we've got a good thing here. I think the, I think one of the biggest gifts that Donald J. Trump has given America and the world uh, is what Jr. talked about—the Great Awakening. We didn't know this stuff before Trump. I mean, mm. if you go back and listen to any of our shows from t- ten years ago, man, we were rooting for Romney and McCain and. All these, even Lindsey Graham, you know, all these slugs. And then you realize. Remind me about that one too. Eh? Well, I mean, it's thanks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I thanked the man, man. I mean, we would have never known 
And yeah. who knows how this would have ended up? Yeah, if we were true. still flying in the dark. You know, who knows? But you, don't you find it uh, weird that the uh, that they like you know they talk about him and 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 trash his name now? But they man, they ran to Donald Trump back then, boy. They ran to have dinner with him and stuff, and be seen on the camera. And uh, that's the FBI tactics. They were infiltrating. Well, yeah, not only that, like, why do people on the right do politics? They do it for money and influence. And, you know, if you think, like, you get a retweet from a Donald Trump when he was on Twitter, like, it increased your reach. It made you more money. You know, people that hung out around Trump, how many of them market, like, look at me, here's my picture with Trump. And, and, I mean, it became a money-making thing, which is funny because – now, when you see the people that were so pro-Trump, like like Bill Mitchell, Bill Mitchell, you know, I like to rip on him, but I mean, he like if you looked at his Twitter timeline right now, you would think he's a Democrat. Ooh, like yeah. he is so off the rails with the Trump stuff. Like he went from I like DeSantis to Trump to be in Gitmo for this documents thing, and it's like, dude, can we see the evidence? Like he need those stacks. He needs the stat. He's going all in on DeSantis winning. And he was an early adopter of Trump for whatever reason. I mean, I think now you can say, like, I don't think Trump did anything different than any of us thought when we elected him. We knew he'd be crass. We knew he'd say dumb shit. He was a thief. Right? Let me me give all those guys a little piece of Judas advice. When Trump wins, you can't give the silver back. Right. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, no, no. It's on you like glue. And it's bright and shiny. Weren't you one of the? It's almost like Peter, uh, when uh, when uh, when they went and got Jesus and they took him away, and they're like, "Hey, weren't you the one that walked around with the Nazarene?" No, it wasn't me. Nope, 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 nope. Right. wasn't me. No, oh, okay, I you look like him. Took two steps. Hey, I see. Hey, you were the one that were with Jesus. You the one that was around when you doing all the miracle? No, 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 wasn't me. Mm-mm. Waited for about five minutes when he came out of the bathroom. No, that no, that was you. That that was you out there. No, nope, wasn't me. Denied him three times before the cock crowed in the morning. <laughs> what? Well, and that's what's funny. You say like, if we didn't have Trump, a candidate like DeSantis, we would support. And he would lose a close election just like Mitt Romney before him. I mean, the parallels between him and Mitt Romney right now are pretty stark. If you look at their policy position and and some of the stuff that they're doing, it's it they're pretty they're pretty aligned. You know, too. Uh, I, you know, I gotta I gotta look at um, I gotta look at not only DeSantis, but all the other ones right now. Elf, Keebler Elves, all the other ones right now have probably hurt their 2028 chances. Now, aside, aside from Larry Elder, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but um, relief factor. <laughs> I don't know what Larry Elder is doing. Uh, he's on a he's on a chicken circuit, you know. He's he's picking up he's picking up whatever speech speech uh, speech things that he can, but. These people hurting their chances for 2028 if they come out against Donald Trump really hard. Like Chris Christie, Chris Christie don't care though. Chris Christie is just a bull, a, a bull horn right now. Krispy Kreme Christie. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, – I don't think – that's why I said earlier that I think one of the most important things the Trump camp could do is cultivate some – I don't want any of those people that are in the field to be president, not one of them, except for Trump, yep. with or without Trump mm-hmm. on the ticket. You know what I mean? I, those guys are all establishment. Nikki Haley, oh, give me a break, man. Ramaswamy, I mean, he wants to put trans in the military. Yeah, it's not it. You know, uh, there, there's red flag things that, you know, pardon the, the term, uh, but, you know, these guys are all uh, establishment. And, and believe it or not, most of them in one way or another are all working for the same team. Well, well I mean, look, I mean, I, I, and, and believe me, uh, you know, uh, Jason, is there anybody else? I mean, is there anybody on the field that like if let's just say Trump's like, you know what, I'm out tomorrow. Is there anybody else on there that you would probably, or would you want somebody else? You know, there is nobody declared in the Republican field that I feel good about. Um, I mean, I think Ramashwani is a fascinating candidate, and I like him from like a Ross Perot perspective, bringing that outsider influence. I think there's enough red flags that I wouldn't want to support him. Um, I think, but here's what I like. I mean, soda. Well, I, I like that he's not part of the establishment. And right. and pre-Trump, I would vote Democrat or Republican. I would look at the presidential candidates. I'd always vote Republican locally because I liked their things. And then I looked at the candidates and I said, okay, which one is less owned by the corrupt government? And that's usually how I'd vote for it. That was why I voted for Ross Perot. That was like my first election. And I'm like, that guy's not owned by Washington. I like him. And then it's then it's just a matter of, like, which of these two corrupt clowns do I want? And, you know, I, I think Ramashwani is interesting as an outsider. I think I, like, the jury's out on Tim Scott. I kind of want to like him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up sucking. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe so, spit on myself. I tell uh, you what, though, RFK Jr., there are some hard no's on things you, like, you know like climate change. Yeah. I got to tell you what, though, if I want to send somebody in to blow up the federal government and yeah. shut down agencies. Look, he's 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 playing close. Biden can. Hey, by a hey, Joe, I know you acting like you don't have a couple of good sense and it's probably true. You can act like you don't. But um, RFK Jr. is pulling close to you, boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got to suppress that vote. That ain't going to. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. It's crystal. It's so super quiet up here. Five minutes before the show, they fired up a log chipper, a wood chipper right next to me. I apologize the background noise. <laughs> they, um, in, but I'll say this, and I'm not trying to be funny. Uh, believe me, I'm not. But. Uh, just keep RFK Jr. away from any ballrooms or any type of uh, events. No motorcades. No, no, no. I tell you what, if you watch when he was on Rogan, he talked about that. Rogan's like, they killed your whole damn family. He's like, yeah, I know. They're going to try to probably come after me too, but I got protection and I'm doing the best I can. I'm just not going to be afraid of them. But I mean, think of that guy. Like he had two close family members like killed. By the government, most likely. Yeah. And he's like three, right? Yeah. He he brought the receipts on his uncle, though. He brought the receipts on his uncle. He was like, uh on the military, Eisenhower kept talking, talked about the military industrial complex before he left office. Watch out for it. 
That's what he said. And Kennedy watched out for it. But they tried to get him into Vietnam earlier than what they went in. They tried to, uh, um, oh, oh, the Bay of Pigs thing. He didn't want to do that. Right. He didn't want to do that. And, 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 and they got him in there on a lie. Yep. That's what RFK said. He was like, uh, my uncle was pissed off because they killed like 80 or 90 Americans or whatnot. And then that's what got him in there. But, but they, but they, they lied to him. And, you know, I was like, dang. And then the next thing he was like, he was getting ready to dismantle the CIA. Scatter it, break it into a million pieces and scatter it to the wind was two one months, of the last speeches he gave. Two months before he died. Yep. Well, t- yeah, two months before and he, he died. said he was getting out of Vietnam. Yeah. Yep. You know, and everybody, as soon as the the JFK movie came out, everybody said, no, don't listen to that. None of that's true. That's all yeah. BS. The whole thing's crazy. Yeah. Oliver Stone don't know what he's talking about. And yeah. yeah, okay, give it time. <laughs> Turns out he might have been onto something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me let me play this uh, real quick. Um, Anthony Blinken. Oh. Iterated the long-standing U.S. one-China policy. Uh, that policy has not changed. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act, the three joint communiques, the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. Really? We continue to expect the peaceful resolution of cross-strait differences. I don't... Did you check with Nancy Pelosi on that? Because... <laughs> I mean, you say you you saying that you support uh, you don't support the independence, but that's not what Nancy is going around talking about. Any, yeah, uh, any anybody still believe that China didn't buy off Biden? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I should have got the video queued up, but fall twenty twenty two, Biden was asked about China, and he said, uh, I mean, he gave a, a really strong statement. He said. Um, we would uh, militarily intervene if China attacked Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. that was like direct quote from him on stage yeah. with Xi Jinping. So yeah. he, he has he has gone the other way. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast along with Hutch Baylor Jr. and J.R. Robinson. When we come back, we got our sister from the new federal state of China. She's going to come on here and talk about because some crazy stuff going on over there in China right now, especially with uh, Blinken. You know, he looks weak, man. He, he he looks like a little, he, he looks weak. The only thing missing from him is, is like a little slave um, slave collar. You know what I'm saying? I think his job is to be weak. Yeah, yeah. But I know somebody who's not weak, and that's Nicole. Nicole and uh, the new federal state of China. They're not Let's weak. do this. On right after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go nowhere. We are broadcasting today on the Red Force Media Network. Make sure that you sign up on and subscribe to them. We'll be right back.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Um, can uh, Secretary Blinken ease tensions with China on this trip, do you think? Sure, well, look, um, China has some legitimate difficulties unrelated to the, unrelated to the United States. And uh, I think one of the things that, that balloon caused was not so much that it got shot down, but I don't think the leadership knew where it was and knew what was in it and knew what was going on. Was, I think it was more embarrassing than it was intentional. <laughs> and so uh, I'm hoping that over the next uh, several months, uh, I'll be meeting with Xi again and uh, talking about legitimate differences we have, but also how those areas we can get along. <laughs> I don't think the CCP, I don't think the CCP leadership knew where it was. <laughs> you think the Communist Party of China has no idea where their spy balloon went and somebody's literally going to listen to Joe Biden say that and think that that's oh the truth. Folks, God. you need the full costume. That's all oh. I'm saying. Oh my God! Look, look, ladies and gentlemen, let me let me bring on our sister Tina. Tina, Tina, T. Tina. Oh. Tina. 
Look, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 Whoa. Nicole, 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 I am so going crazy over over um, that last video. I'm almost, I'm almost as dumb as, as Joe just a while ago. Thank you, Nicole, for joining the show. I'm hey, sorry. Nicole, can you get your researchers uh, looking into who this Tina Wayne's talking about is? We had no idea. But you know what? Um, the Chinese people were wondering why Blinken chose a Father's Day weekend to visit Papa Xi because Xi Jinping in China, he got a nickname. It's called Papa Xi. I mean, people worship him as a Papa. And now Blinken, oh, oh. you know, paid a visit to him and finally got a meeting to uh, to see Papa Xi. And <laughs> right after his uh, meeting with Xi Jinping, he came out and he told the press conference that America will not support Taiwan's independence. Isn't that crazy? Right after that, exactly. This is breaking news. Right after he walked out of the meeting with Xi Jinping, Secretary Blinken told the, said this in the press conference that U.S. does not support Taiwan's independence. And, um, and then right after that, Xi Jinping praised Blinken for making progress uh, toward a frosty U.S. CCP relationship. Figure that out. And in that video, I mean, that was not a joke. So basically, Joe Biden was saying, you know what? The problem that, you know, is not about the CCP no willfully uh, infiltrate the America's uh, uh, airspace. They didn't know. I mean, it's like, oh, you know what? Don't blame the CCP. They didn't know they were infiltrating uh, in the U.S. Uh, campuses and universities. And they were not aware about setting up the CCP police station in lower Manhattan and they were not aware about, you know, Mao school CCP enemy number one is behind the bar. So don't blame the CCP because they didn't know they're, they're a little child. So that's why we need to lecture Blinken and teach him how to behave if they want our, you know, uh, yeah. you know, favor. So that's exactly what happened. What a fiasco. You know, um, the language that they use was stabilized. And when I think about stabilizing, they didn't say that um, the uh, that the that the association uh, uh, progressed, and they didn't say that it deteriorated. It just said stabilized, which means nothing really had. I mean, nothing. China didn't give up nothing. They just said. You know, we'll think about praising you, just like you said, Nicole. We're thinking about praising you if you know if you come out and you do this, but uh, it's stabilizing. That means nothing. That's that's that's. I mean, well, that might be better than just deteriorating for the United States. But really, it's really China really doesn't have to do anything. Well, CCP, and that's something else, Nicole, that I said that I'm going to start doing here on the show is. Um, calling them for calling them out for who they are, the CCP, instead of saying China, because mm. you have you have educated us on the differences between CCP and the Chinese people, and the and the two are like this, and that's and that's what our audience needs to realize and understand. And I, uh, you know, I put out put out a couple of stories about the CCP uh, on Friday and Saturday to just just. I mean, this stuff is now coming uh, 
like scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal. And I think um, our government is used to um, just slamming the American people with all these these scandals to make us say, you know what, it's business as usual. So that we don't look to fix things. We don't, you know, we... We uh we, we get depressed. We we some some of us cut ourselves off and just <laughs> go and find our cottage in the woods and um, have a little flag on the back and stuff. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding about Hutch. But um, with the with this with this blinking thing and the tide <laughs> and the tide thing, do you think that when Blinken comes back over here to the United States? You think he might change his his tune when he comes back over here? Well, I just saw Hutch um, T-shirt, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so Grandpa. Blinken's visit is indeed a tributal visit to Papa Xi or Grandpa Xi. And uh, you know what? Uh, in the meeting between Blinken and um, the CCP's top diplomat, Wang Yi, Wang Yi, this is what uh, the CCP top diplomat Wang told Blinken, that the U.S.-China relationship has reached a historical juncture where the U.S. must make a choice between either cooperation or confrontation. Okay. So there's no middle ground. It's either complete compli uh, compliance or confrontation. And then if you don't comply, then we're not going to talk. And uh, Blinken still chose to go there and talk. And after the 35 minutes talk with Xi Jinping, he came out and he told the CCP's line and said, we don't support Taiwan. And I I heard uh, you guys were talking about last year, Biden says if ever CCP attacked Taiwan, the US military will, will come to Taiwan's defense. And now the whole narrative have been changed. you know. And then the other thing they talk about is uh, Xi, Xi Jinping told uh, Blinken that um, you know, we need to change the American people's negative perception of China or the CCP, because according to the Pew Research, in 2022, 82% of the American people hold a negative perception about the CCP country. And now Xi Jinping, Papa Xi, is asking the, the Biden administration, asking Blinken to change it. What does that mean? It means that more pro-CCP narrative, pro-CCP engagement policy, and much harsher uh, crackdown on the um, on the critical voice against the CCP. More American mainstream uh, media will be talking favorably about the CCP, and America's big tech and social media will continue or even um, increasing their suppression uh, about any voice uh, criticizing the CCP. So that's what we is expect to see how um, the Biden administration uh, is going to appease. Uh, Xi Jinping's request to change American people's negative perception about the CCP. So, so the key the 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 key walk away is that we need to speak louder, you guys and all the American patriots. We need to double down, triple down our voice against the CCP. Well, I think Nicole, that you're doing that quite well. I mean, I've noticed you on several different platforms over the last few months, and, and I agree with the. 
the view that America's perception of China as a whole uh, was negative. But now you're starting to see that there's so many people in China, Chinese nationals that live in China that are for freedom. And I think that I don't think America really uh, had that perception before Miles and you and this start right. the FSD started. Yeah. I, I, I commend you for that. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you something. I, I wonder if you think uh, the meeting between Xi and Blinken, uh, if you think that was a one sided meeting, we get the feeling that Blinken is kind of wimpy. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think he was I think he was put there because he's a wimp, because he will play that role. And I just wonder if he didn't just get pushed into that and and she lectured him the whole time and gave him marching orders. Your thoughts? Indeed. I mean, uh, this is even uh, written in the CCP state-controlled media. I mean, two days before Blinken's scheduled visit, the CCP uh, foreign minister said, we had no idea about he, he was coming. You know, this is a public humiliation. And then Blinken initiated a phone call with the CCP Foreign Minister Qing Gang. And after that call, both the State Department and the CCP Foreign Ministry published, finally, the announcement of Blinken's scheduled visit to Beijing. And uh, prior to this announcement, it is reported in the CCP's controlled uh, state-controlled uh, media that the Qing Gang lectured Blinken on how to behave, you know, don't, <laughs> that's how you got the meeting. So this is the do's and these are the don'ts, okay? If you want a meeting, if you want to come visit us, these are the, you know, things that you need to pay attention. And so apparently, you know, Blinken behaved. That's why <laughs> he got there, he landed, you know what? There's no red carpet, no red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> the Chinese yeah, people say. were laughing. We're laughing at, at the Biden administration. I mean, you're talking about the highest level U.S. diplomat visiting China in the last five years. There was no no red carpet, you know. So, you know, he was not uh, even warmly received as the Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Elon Musk and yeah. Jamie yeah. Simon. I mean, all these people got much better treatment. Well, that, that much was where more I respect to, than Blinken. That was where I wanted to kind of go with the my question, Nicole, and and kind of ask you to expand upon. Because so so in America we're loud and boisterous and and all that, and in China it appears seems culturally that they're more reserved and little things mean a lot. And a lot. And that's what's different. And when I saw like they were pushing off whether Blinken was going to show up when mm-hmm. it's funny, you said that instead of a red carpet, he had a little line of red tape. There was no big greeting party. No. How does that play to the Chinese people? Because to Americans, we just think, well, that's kind of silly. But my perception is to the Chinese people, they see that and they're like, China owns Blinken. Exactly. And, and that's like, you know, that footage tells the whole world, including people in China, that Papa Xi is now the emperor of, of the Biden administration. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I said, look, I said a couple months ago, you might as well just call him emperor because how everybody's flying to China and putting their knees on the ground, shaking his hand and stuff and you know what? But you know what? You, 
Nicole, you said something that reminded me of the disrespect that the Biden administration is getting in China. Do y'all remember when Obama went to Saudi Arabia and he had to walk out the back of the plane? Yeah, exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, but for Trump, I mean, she took Trump to his his garden and saw the little fishes in the pond. The imperial, it's called the Forbidden City. It's like where that. the real emperor was residing thousands of years ago. That's the kind of the world-class, first-class uh, that President Trump received wow. uh, when he was visiting China and red carpet, I mean, state banquet and everything. But then now it, when it comes to Biden and Blinken, it was like no red carpet, only red lines and being lectured, being reprimanded as a student. Go sit over there at the little table. Yeah, right. Yeah, look, look, Trump, Trump got steak. Blinken got hot dogs. That, you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna try to spin it like they were trying to buy off Trump. See, oh, they were trying to buy off Trump, and they can't buy off. But no, it was purely a sign of disrespect. And and and, and Nicole, I, I'm thinking the reason why they did Trump that way is because they kind of feared him a little bit because Trump was holding the cards. With the with the tariffs and the and the standing firm on different things, you know, y'all been stealing from us, y'all been doing all this stuff that stops now, type of stuff. So they're like, okay, we don't want to take them off any, you know, we want to, we don't want to stabilize, we want to, <laughs> we want to improve relations with the United States and Trump. Well, you know, the CCP is not a dumb; they're very smart. Yeah, they respect Trump actually. They do. I mean, they gave the highest form of respect to Trump mm -hmm. because Trump defends this country. Trump put America first. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and they know the meaning of peace through strength. I mean, of course, they hate Trump because they don't want Trump uh, to hold the CCP accountable for the violation of international rules and for being aggressive against uh, the American people. And so the CCP is, I mean, they are really a mastermind of the choreography of, of diplomacy because they didn't tell the entire world about Xi Jinping's visit, you know, uh, Xi Jinping's meeting with Blinken and they kind of give the last minute invitation to Blinken, making the whole world knows that it's Biden administration who are bagging a meeting with Xi. And, you know, and especially that whole treatment, you know, we saw the photo. I mean, body mm -hmm. language tells all the important details, right. especially in the Chinese culture. I mean, it's all very subtle, and but all the people get it. They get it that, that this administration is not respected at all. I have a I have a quick video before you go, Hutch. Hold on. On June 12th, CCP Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenbin told his regular press conference, I don't have any information about Blinken's visit. On June 14th, Blinken initiated a call with CCP Foreign Minister Qin Gang begging for a thaw in a frosty relationship with the CCP. Qin admonished Blinken and taught him how to behave properly to win Beijing's favor. On June 14th, Biden's injustice system delivered Xi's most wanted gift, denying bond appeal of Miles Guo, CCP enemy number one. On the same day, 
CCP Foreign Ministry and Biden's State Department simultaneously made official announcement of Blinken's visit to Beijing. Miles Guo is the founder and leader of NFSC, the world's biggest movement to take down the CCP. Xi Jinping wanted Miles Guo to be prosecuted and locked up in U.S. federal prison. She also wanted Trump, the most hated U.S. president to CCP, to be stopped from his 2024 presidential bid. Biden administration met both demands made by Xi. Biden's administration is full of CCP proxies. Blinken was the managing director of the Penn Biden Center funded by the CCP before he was named to be Biden's secretary of state. He was also Biden's campaign manager who orchestrated a letter signed by 51 former Intel officials to help Biden get elected in 2020 by discrediting Hunter Biden laptop story and hiding Biden crime family ties with the CCP. What does Biden want from the CCP? More money for Biden's LLC and more money to fund CCP proxies in the US government. Stacks, baby, stacks. Did that say what I thought it said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, this whole thing. It, I think Nicole. Uh, what a, a lot of people have to remember, and and you you know all about this, but you see uh, influence on the United States government. But you remember uh, a year ago, two men were uh, arrested operating a police outpost in New York uh, for the Fuzhou Municipal Public Security Bureau a branch of China's Ministry of Public Security, but they're they're doing this all over the world. They have outposts in Australia, France, Italy, and dozens more from Angola to Uzbekistan. Uh, this is a, talk a little bit about the global nature of the CCP's endeavors. Yes, indeed, the, C the CCP's secret police station is all over the globe, but right here in the United States of America, such kind of post have already been found in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Houston, in uh, many cities across the United States of um, uh, America. And they're not called CCP secret police station. They were called some kind of the overseas Chinese friendship exchange uh, uh, community organization. So they're disguised in the benign Chinese community organization, but they're controlled by the CCP. And similarly, they have even infiltrated in the big U.S. colleges and universities and in the big, you know, like, um, you know, Harvard University, Yale, and you will find uh, the student organization called the Chinese Student Association. And usually those student leaders, they got money from the CCP embassies uh, to do activities, and they're spying on fellow students. So it's all over America. But, you know, the DOJ and the FBI are not going to do anything about it because they're going after the witch hunt. They're going after the Russian hoax. They're going after President Trump. They're going after Mao School. And two days ago, the federal prosecutor just dropped five charges against the FTX co-founder, Sure for did. a multi-billion dollar fraud yeah. charge. Yeah. I mean, this guy did not serve a single day yeah. in the U.S. federal prison. And he was commit he committed like a multi-billion dollar fraud. He got bailed out. Yeah. You know what? Because he paid money to the CCP and he's the second biggest donor to the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, right. 
you, you know, it's interesting you say that because that that was one of the points that made in the video that I really wanted to hone in on. So so understand that there was no meeting confirmed with China up until a couple days before the visit. And then there's all this pro-China activity that happens right before with the Miles Go thing. Um, and then right after, for those who didn't see, Sam Bankman-Fried had a bunch of charges dropped on Sunday. Just kind of snuck out on a on Sunday, a Sunday. Yep, on where a Sunday. nobody's going to have it in the news. Yep. And and for those who don't know, how deep was FTX in with Communist China, Nicole? Because that story had kind of drifted away for a while. But there was billions of dollars, wasn't there, in transactions? Yeah, several billions of dollars, much bigger than the so-called $1 billion fraud that SEC and DOJ falsely charged Mao score. And in uh, in um, FTX case, there are countless real victims, people who lost money. But in Mao score's case, I mean, I'm one of those GTV in investors. Hey, we're now losing money. We only, we, we're now losing money to Mao school. We have lost our funds to the SEC. I mean, all of the investors' funds are still being kept by the SEC, yet they blame Miles for frauding the investors. And they don't let him to be bailed out. On June 14th, the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit denied Mao school's bond appeal. And it's on the same day, right after this announcement was made, the CCP announced the visit. Yeah. It's funny if you look at, if you check the timestamp, it's literally like a couple hours later. And usually, and if you believe in coincidences, like yeah. And and usually, from what we've known, you usually don't do visits like that unless things have been agreed to, and and worked out. So that when you go over, you're shaking hands on the agreement because the agreement's already been done and stuff. I guess, I guess they gave Blinken his puppy notes uh, before before he got over there to tell him how to act and how to bark, how to sit, how to fetch. You know um, that that's just so funny. That, uh, but 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 then again, when uh, pick, pictures are perception, perception uh, power. Power perceived is power achieved. When when you look at those pictures, um, the picture that was on that video is Blinken looks like a stone cold drunk compared to uh, compared to his counterpart who looks just confident. He's Solid. in charge. You know what I'm saying, He's right? In charge. Very much so. So Blinken was looking like a very obedient uh, student, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, Papa Xi liked his emperor, and yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you can tell you can tell from the footages, you can tell from um, the uh, photograph, and you can tell from the CCP state-run media. Because when the CCP state media start to criticize some U.S. politicians, you know this U.S. politician is stacking up for American people. And when the CCP state-controlled media are praising a U.S. politician for making a positive progress or contribution, you know this guy is selling out on American people. And this is why Steve K. Bannon, Peter Navarro, and uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, they've been 
are called scumbags and in the CCP state-controlled uh, media. They've been sanctioned, they've been on the blacklist. But none of the Biden administration's politicians have ever been sanctioned yet. So you know they're very favored by the CCP. I'll tell you what, um, ladies and gentlemen, Nicole side of the new federal state of China. Nicole, how can people reach out to you and, and connect with you and, and um, the NFSC? Come to this show. Come to <laughs> the nice. When to Play show. Giddy up. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Like yeah, that. because you guys are great American patriots. And um, I, I feel like we're all in this together. And um, really salute to all of you and salute to all of your listeners, your viewers. I mean, this country needs people like you. And there's a famous quote, say, America is great because America is good. If America stops being good, America will stop being great. And I know that America is great and good is because America has good people like you. So thank um, you so much for having me. Follow us on NFSE Speaks on Getter, NFSE Speak on Twitter, and visit our website as nfscofficial.com thank you so much have a great week nicole, thank you, nicole. We'll, thanks we'll nicole. You. we'll see you in um uh, in a couple days keep us updated uh behind the scenes about what's going on and ladies and gentlemen we're going to take a break here on red voice media network we'll be right back Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. 
So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Now, I'm standing next to the president again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, kind of a uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. That's painful to watch. That, 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 that was bad. That was bad. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with Democrat women, man? That guy <laughs> has a wife. It's both of those two guys have wives. Yeah. That push him out in front of those cameras like that. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's, it's funny. You call out their obvious incompetence. This isn't a speech impediment. Like you have a mental problem and then the Democrats make you sound like you're ableist. No, we just think the people in charge of the fricking country should be able to complete sentences and form full thoughts. Things like if we declare war on Russia, Fetterman has a vote. If that happens, like the guy can't. ah, ah. If he can get to the, 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 the voting thing. Listen, right. um, let me, let me. Let me break this down a little bit. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here. <laughs> well, he's right about that. Yeah, they're right. He's right. They're right. Yeah. He's right about it. Yeah, I, I, I got a collapsed bridge right here. <laughs> Joe Biden collapsed. Peas in the pot. They're like peas and carrots. <laughs> and look, and Joe, and Joe, Joe's not even there. That <laughs> look at that look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe is not even there. Joe, Joe, Joe is in 1957 in his Corvette. He's, he's staring at some 10 year old girl sitting on the side. I want to see you after the, the, the yeah. after the speech. Yeah, I wonder what that hair smells and he like. He is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make <laughs> the delegation. I swear. <laughs> Whatever he's on, I need some of it. <laughs> I don't know what he's on, boy. But is it the delegate delegation? Uh, and I used to I used to dress up nice for work when I worked a corporate job and I wore ties and suits. Look at and that. and I, I like to dress casual, but like he take like you're meeting with the freaking president of the United know, States. Yeah, like yeah. And on his left is the guy, apparently on the left, the governor's there too. Yeah, this guy's a clown. Right. Last week, last week he had a trans showing their um his boobs. Now all of a sudden you got a boob showing his trans. I mean, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm like, man, this is you can't write this. Make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? That that. Just give him some meatloaf and a block of cheese and just let him off by himself. Man, 
and go over there with a needle and poke that bump on the back of his neck and let some pressure <laughs> off. Right. Oh my God. That, probably that's... scored out and hit Biden right in the eye. Oh my God. He still hasn't moved, has he? he he's 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 stuck. And on top of that, uh, the the jewel uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh, bill. That I didn't hear Biden standing so still. I didn't even notice there's a dude behind him. Yeah. Right. Listen, I'm going to play this part one more time. I want y'all to, the reason why is because I just remember who he. this reminds me of. That is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the bill. That is going to make sure that inflation uh, bill. That is. Doesn't that sound like Porky Pig or? Um, <laughs> the, 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 that's all, folks. Fog D. Lehorn. Boy, I said, boy, get your head out that long hair book when I'm talking to you, son. <laughs> it's going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. God save the queen. You're as I, sharp know, as a bowling ball. I don't know what he was on, but whatever he was on, he gave it to Joe because then Joe came up later. And we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Look at a map. And understand where he just said he was building a railroad. And, and then and then imagine if that was President Trump that said that. I know, that would oh be God. like an entire oh. two-week-long news cycle. Oh I can't God. believe Trump said that's physically impossible. They have scientists on there. 25th Amendment. 25th Amendment. He's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. You are so right. Man, if, man, if Donald Trump had said that. Oh my gracious, they would have been on him like flies on crap. Oh man, I didn't even think about it. For some reason, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but no, you're right. Well, it's the hypocrisy of the media, which like we hate all politicians, right, left, you know, yeah. there's just very few we really like. And we want the media to attack all of them, you know, and, and and it's like hold them all to account. They work for us as American citizens. And them giving Joe Biden a pass is just ridiculous. And and even like online, if you try to criticize Biden, like all you get back is a Wall Trump day, blah, blah, blah. It's like, can't we all agree Biden's terrible? Like, can't we agree if his policies are terrible? The guy's not there. Like, like all Americans should be able to agree on that. You would think that, that the hierarchy of the Democrat Party, the people that make their money, the guy's really in charge. You think they would realize the damage this clown's doing to their brand? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you could be a Democrat senator and just go along with this. It's sooner or later, unless they completely rig the electoral system, sooner or later, these people are going to get tired of this. And I don't know. I think one of the most exciting things to watch right now is the ascension of RFK Jr. Yes, I did too. too. And the way that they're trying to silence him. Yeah. And that's not going to work, man. These people, the people that live on my street that are Democrats are not for this craziness. They'll, they'll go for somebody sane in a heartbeat. I, I think Biden's days are numbered. I got You know what? And I got to say something, but this message to RFK, because, you know, I kind of, I mean, when I was a Democrat, I 
I loved Kennedys. So, I mean, you know, I, I haven't stopped loving the Kennedys. It's just that they, I just got tired of them because they were running for every goddamn office. But um, they started an organized crime. I know, right, right, <laughs> right. They right. still get it. They still get it's a intriguing. <laughs> Every yeah. single bottle of scotch sold in the United States, the Kennedys get a royalty. Really? Yeah. Seriously? I didn't know yeah. that. Man. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't want, like I said, keep him away from ballrooms and keep him away from um, uh, from uh, <laughs> the airfield in Texas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, if they have to do a debate, the Democrats are going to host it right by the grassy knoll. <laughs> like, Come on, let's, we're just gonna set the stage up right here. <laughs> no, let's but I mean, the all right, everybody shoot at once. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, hey, RFK Junior, I'm gonna try to get you on here, there for a second too. Uh, I do have to say this: Fox News is gonna drop you soon. Because you are starting to get too popular, and you actually, I think you're a little bit more popular than their DeSantis right now. So, oh, yeah. as long as long as you're on Fox News, you are. I said this. I said this a couple weeks ago. Be careful. Fox News bring these people on, and they make them, and 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 next yeah, thing you know, I disagree. I think Kennedy's playing it smart, and I think more politicians need to take this model and approach it. And I think like president Trump's team, if you're watching like the play is going on shows like this yeah. and bigger podcasts Rogan. like right, Joe right, Rogan. Right. Um, if you look like Kennedy dropped on his Twitter feed, this great video of him and his dogs and his dog van this weekend, he has a minivan where he takes his dog down the street to the park and he just, like he's getting very aggressive with Twitter where he can communicate directly to people. And I think the old model of where the only way you get your voice out is go on Fox news. I think that's done. And I, I think, think if, right. if president Trump said, I'm going to pick the top five podcasts, you know, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to go sit and do a show with those guys. I mean, there's a lot of great podcasters. It gets tons more reach than, than even we do, but we'd love to have president Trump on here. But you know, you figure like every night, Tim cast gets a half a million views live. And Joe Rogan does the same thing. So I'm just saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> you be promoting other people, man. What's going on? No, Someday they're going to promote us, Wayne. Okay. All right. Well, all right. And then I shall come back to you. And, well, let me play this. The federal debt in half by $1.4 trillion. In my first two years, I reduced the debt by $1.7 trillion. We cut the debt by $1.7 billion in the last two years. Let me say that again. $1.7 trillion. We've lowered the federal debt. We cut the federal debt in half. A fact. In two years, <laughs> I reduced the debt. $1.7 billion. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. No one's ever reduced the debt that much. We cut the federal debt in half. You know, I, you know what? I got to say this. <clears throat> and I'm, and believe me, we, I, I don't push no conspiracy on this show. You know, I'm, 
I'm I'm come talk to you and I'm gonna talk to you right. I just saw four Joe Bidens in that's not the same man. I just saw four different Joe Bidens. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't go, you can't <laughs> step in and out of in and out of dementia. I mean, I, no. I know that it's cyclical, but it's not you could tell if it was if it wasn't him, if it was Joe Biden, he was drugged up when he made that when he made that mm-hmm. statement. Mm-hmm. About our new policy in Taiwan, yeah, you know he looked like he, he he was at one of his speeches, and then when you get him all these other times, he looks like a demon. Man, he has that evil look in his face. Yeah, when it's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't like that man at all. I will say we won't get the true story for twenty five years. Yeah, but yeah. like our kids will get the story of like what kind of CGI or what kind of makeup or what kind of mask or drugs they were using on him, you know, <laughs> and it's, well, I mean, it's true. Like when I was growing up, then they were like, Oh yeah, all these wars in uh, the middle East, they, they're, they're just weapons of mass destruction. It's like, no, we just wanted oil. No. Like, let's be honest. And like 20 years later, the truth came out and that's what it's going to be with Joe Biden. Like they're, like something weird, something's just not right. I don't know what's wrong, but yeah. that's like not the same dude. I was thinking, um, I was thinking when you were saying that 25 years later, some some kid is gonna walk into the wrong room at the Smithsonian, right? And see like four or five water water capsules of the different Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I was gonna say the thing that always throws me off. So pay attention to Joe Biden's ears. So I have yeah, any yeah, yeah, ears. Yeah. Yeah. And like Hutch had, Hunter Wayne have flopper ears, yeah, I and you flopper. can't alternate between floppers and and, stuck thing. and and stuck on your head, right? And just That's look true. at the video of him. It's, it's like true. one video you'll have a flopper ear, and one you'll have a not flopper <laughs> ear. Like that's physically impossible. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> um Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh. How good is that? Though? How how awesome was that in that raggedy city? That's yeah. totally left. Yeah, the ball fans were like not having it. That that yeah. was that made me feel great. That made me feel great too. That um, you know, that they were on and, the other side of that. The Pirates got swept an entire road trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, in watching in watching that. There are moments in time, I wish there were more, but there are moments in time that this country reminds us that we still have a chance. That we still have a chance that that when pushed to when pushed into the corner, like we say on this show many times, you push us into a corner and we and there's no other place for us to go. We got to come back at you. And when we come back at you, we're coming back afraid, fear. Uh, um, and 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 uh, just just open to doing whatever we have to do to get past you. Those people decided, and 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 there was no Republican or Democrat on any of those signs. Nope. Right. Okay. So you don't know who was out there. Now, you know, sides might claim, "Hey, that was us," but that was us. Well, you don't know. All you know that was Americans saying yep. no, and there was more people outside the stadium than in it yeah yeah well and and it's funny that was kind of the theme of the show is like in americans there is a point when you can push us just too far yeah and i mean that's how the country started 
England push us too far. They throw an extra half percent tax on our tea and we're like, that's it. We're freaking done. Like we're going to overthrow the government and let's, <laughs> and we're reaching that point. And, in and the, think lot about of, that. Think about that for, sorry, Jason, but think yeah, about go for that. It. We, a, a bunch of people, infantry, guys on, on their feet, went up against an army, the biggest army in the world that had a Navy. Yep. We didn't have anything like that. Nope. We had rifles, you know, and, and that's courage. And that's where we come from. That's where we come from. And, and for those of you uh, race baiters out there, blacks were in the boat with Washington. Yep. You know, they were the first pensioners, which is a military retiree. They got, they, they used to be, this is one thing I thank Glenn Beck for. He used to bring out historic newspaper quotes and things like that. This, this racism BS, we started out, we made a mistake with the slavery. Every country in the world did, not just us. We, we killed a million people to end it as well. I don't know where I, why I got to that, but I'm saying the revolutionary war was, a a courageous part of our history that we're all part of. And I mean, it was just people that said, we've just had enough. And, you know, personally, I think that's the concern is how do we turn down the heat and this organization, the Dodgers were, were supporting. This was a horrible organization. This was an organization that uses Christian imagery to promote, LGBTQ stuff. So, like, they have. What was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they have. EIEIO. They have people that they would crucify on a cross on stage dressed in BDSM stuff while a guy's whipping him. Yeah. Like, I saw this that. isn't like we support. This was openly mocking. Christian, Christian, yeah, yeah. Well, this was horrible. I mean, if they would have done that, if they would have had Allah up there as somebody, some dudes giving him a, giving him a lap dance, like there would have been riots in the streets. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. But no, I um, never saw I, a stadium with so few people in it. Right. That was amazing. And, that place was empty. And the only people that were in it, I don't think they really supported it. They just wanted to get to those seats. Yeah, they, they wanted to get. It. They didn't want to get I, they wanted to get to those seats before everybody else got in. That's all. The, th you the thing that gets you though, isn't LA like one of the top five biggest cities in the country? Yes. The thing, the thing that I learned about LA is LA is really not a city city. It's a collaboration of cities. So it's like maybe seven or eight, nine cities all fall under the city um, um city city of the angels is what they call it. So I mean, hell, their their airport is like a freaking city, um, but it engulfs so many of the cities to make that L.A. Um, thing. But yeah, they they and of all places, L.A. Really, they stood up against this stuff. But but then again, we go back to um, how they felt about gay marriage, about um, California and how they um, knocked down gay marriage. They voted against it. Until the Supreme Court overturned it. And that changed me too, because I never thought that, that could happen. I, 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 I never thought the Supreme Court could overturn an election. And they did. They they overturned California's vote. People came out to vote. They said no. California said 
eh, they can get married. I was like, yeah, the Ninth Circuit. Yeah, I no, well, no, the Supreme did, Court. Did, Supreme that, Court. Did, did that go to the Supreme Court? That went to Supreme Court, and Supreme Court said they can get married. And I was like, huh? I didn't. See, I, for that to work, for that to work, that would mean because that was a proposition on the ballot that vote, they voted against it. So for it to get to the Supreme Court, the only argument could be that that proposition was unconstitutional. How is that unconstitutional? Right, right. They figured a way, though. They always do. They always do. Well, yeah. what what they do legally, I mean, I know a little bit about this from, like, employment law and that kind of thing, is you distinguish. So we've set all these laws that are racist, that, like, affirmative action is racist. Like, I'm not saying it was wrong to set it up, but it gives – it gives certain races preferential treatment over other races and it establishes protected class. You know who and wrote so, that? What's you know that? that? You know who wrote affirmative action, don't you? Who? Nixon. Oh, I can believe that. Nixon and like that. I say, I don't disagree with affirmative action, especially when we did it. And I think we needed to do something. But by definition, we, we approved a racist policy. It, anything that, that favors one race over the other is by definition racist. But they set up all these protected classes. That's why this battle with the LGBTQ, MIA, EIEIO, why we can't let, why them getting protections as a protected class is so critical. Because as soon as they do, they get to pass legislation that favors that characteristic. And that's that's the slippery slope. And, and you know, the thing about it is, is most of this stuff is done like the Juneteenth and the, and the seven. 160 whatever the hell that was the the rewriting of history it's it's done by basically white people or right. this is to divide us that's all this is for it's to divide us as a unified group that can crush them right in my opinion yeah because if they buy, got can't, can't buy into it folks if they got poor white dude friends with poor black dude looking at those elites that's trouble yeah, that is trouble. So what do they do? They want to make the poor white dude and the poor black dude fight each other, and then the and crazy left liberals that, the just the are coming through. While they're doing that, the Mexicans are coming through the border, getting ready to replace the poor white and poor black. Right. They don't want. They don't want people focusing on that. Yep. When and do you then, start getting thrown out of your homes, and Mexicans start moving in? Well, Mexicans are here until the LGBT community has a firm foothold on everything, and then the LGBT community will take over for the Mexicans. They just won't work. They just won't work. Yeah, uh, I don't think your Christian Hispanic community is really down with Drag Queen Story Hour. I could be wrong. I don't like the idea that the vast majority of people that I've seen are freaking military-age males. I don't like that. That, that, yeah, that it's a lot There's of them. a reason for that. There's a lot of them. There's it is. I mean, it's like funny you say that because there was some freaky military movement kind of images going across online this weekend. Like, I try not to fall into that, but when you got people all around America, like that's weird. Why is the B two bomber running like missions? And the thing about it is, and I don't, I, I scoured. A friend of mine texted me about that and sent me a bunch of TikTok videos, <laughs> and I'm looking at these things and I'm going, the only thing that's slowing me down here is it's Father's Day weekend, but. It's annual training season right now for the military. Mm -hmm. You're going to see convoys 
going up and down the interstate. Yeah. We do it every single year. Yeah. 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 I, I remember, I remember those um, um, videos of what's going on. They're, they're mobilizing. Oh man. No, look, believe me. It, if they're mobilizing, you know, there will be long lines. You wouldn't be driving beside them. You'd be waiting for your point at the check. You'll be waiting at, at your point, maybe a couple hour, uh, miles down the road at a checkpoint, waiting for you to go by later on. But no, I mean, psh, come on now. You, you would know it. Like, like, like my boy just said, you would know it. They don't play with that stuff. Light them up. They, they, they don't play with that stuff, you know? And that, that, um, that also, um, scared, that scares me to a little bit because I know about the, um, posse comatatas. I already know about that, but even that's thrown out of the window with the crap that they're pulling in the government. Well, anytime they need it, they throw that out the window. Yeah. They, I mean, that, that posse, uh, posse comatatas thing is only there for Wikipedia for you to read it. You're pretty uh, close to right. I mean, you know what posse comatatas is, Jason? No, what's that? That the U.S. military can't uh, can't be uh, used they, for law enforcement within the within the United States, um, the continental United States. You can't use the military. You, I've you heard know, that. I never national heard that. National guard. Before. You can use national guard, but you can't use the U.S. military. But the national the guard has to be called by the governor. Has to be right. called by the governor. But in emergencies, quote unquote emergencies, presidents in the past have violated that. Yeah. Yeah. John Kennedy sent the the, the, the 101st Army. Airborne Army, to yeah. Arkansas yeah. to desegregate a school. Eisenhower did it, too. He did. You know what's interesting, Eisenhower too, about the Kennedy thing? Did you realize he sent more people, more guardsmen or military personnel to that school than he did his initial send of troops to Vietnam? Yeah, Vietnam escalated with LBJ. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Gulf of Tonkin incident. Just as just as soon as he got in, it escalated. Yeah. Uh, and but yes, Kennedy. Yes, Kennedy, Arkansas National Guard or uh, uh, military. Yes, I don't want people to forget because to me, and I know you know how a lot of people say Trump is Trump is their best president. So Eisenhower was mine. Ike was mine. Ike Ike did a whole lot for this country. Eisenhower did. Uh, His last speech should be required listening for every citizen of America. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, um, when you when you go back, you know how I said uh, when Reagan, when I saw Reagan on TV, he looked like the president of the United States. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he, the strength of him looked like the president. I remember seeing Eisenhower on the, uh, I think when Carter was nominated. I remember seeing Eisenhower up there on the uh, uh, up there on the platform or whatnot. But whenever you saw Eisenhower, he looked like the president of the United States to me too. Um, uh, cowboy hat, LBJ? No, no, he he was just somebody just sitting in the seat. That's all. But and and Jimmy was really the first weak one in my lifetime. Was the first weak president of the United States, and then came. George W. Bush, I um George Herbert Walker Bush. To me, he was weak too. He couldn't even win a second term. He let a little man from Texas uh take, you know, kind of kind of beat him up. Uh, uh Ross Perot. 
and then um Ram and 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 then the first homosexual uh <laughs> with, with Barack Obama. Yeah, he don't look like Do you think he's gonna officially come out in our lifetime? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, though, those tapes, <laughs> those tapes of, of Big Mike dancing, that's pretty hard to deny. I'm just saying whether you believe the conspiracy theory or not. And I think there's enough evidence to say there's something here. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if, like, the LGBTQ, MEIO stuff goes so far mm-hmm. that he says, okay, I got to come out. I couldn't say it before, but I like dudes. I know, we don't have that, I know we don't have that much time, but I wanted to ask you guys something. Because I'm not sure about this. I've been talking, like, this Comer, this Representative Comer and his investigation into Biden's money, it got tripled over the weekend. It's up to thirty million now. Do you think something's going to come of this, or are we just going down the same same trail we always go down? Here's the thing, you know, September is the um, the end of. Um, I think I'm just going to put this, and then I'm going to let you have your last thoughts. Except uh, uh, the Mitch McConnell thing ends in September, the end of September, right? At the end of the fiscal awesome. year, the omnibus yeah. bill. Okay. Statue of limitation for that Hunter Biden thing ends in October. Think about that. Think about that. Seriously, look it up. The statute of limitations thing that they were talking about, that they're trying to make this thing, they're trying to uh, uh, make it extended and whatnot. Check it out. Statue of limitations for Hunter Biden is October. <coughs> That's after the September thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get ready to go. We've been broadcasting here on the Red Voice Media Network. One of the, well, the, well, we, we believe the top conservative network out there. Um, go to um, on redvoicemedia.com, click, click on the subscribe button, and you can get all the extra videos. There's extra premium like type, like type videos that you can get. Just use the code name Wayne. You can get in there. You can see all the great extra stuff over there, but you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, visit, bookmark, and share redvoicemedia.com. Jason, give me some last thoughts. All right. Well, hey, uh, a couple things. First, for those tuning in the first time, we're uh, filling in the time slot for Matt Couch, who's in the hospital. So prayers and shout out to Matt Couch. We hope he. Uh, we, we hope for a quick recovery. For those seeing us for the first time, thanks for tuning in. We hope you found us entertaining and tune in. We're normally broadcasting the well, evening we on Redvoice Media. So uh, second thing is I got to say one of the more interesting developments that came out today is uh, from the Washington Post that said they weren't going to pursue the January 6th uh, prosecution of President Trump until forced by the Biden administration. So you're going to start to see more direct lines connect from Joe Biden to the Department of Justice. Right now, Joe Biden saying, like, we have nothing to do with the Trump indictment. We all know that's complete crap. But. I, I think soon you're going to see direct line connecting. Now, whether or not anything happens from that, it'll be hard to see. But thanks for tuning in, folks. Over yes. to you, Hutch. Yeah, it's uh, it is it is interesting. I want to thank everybody on Red Voice Media and our friends over on Getter. A bunch of people over there. Uh, thanks for listening. Well, I, I apologize. For, I apologize for the background noise. We'll get this straightened out sooner or later. I'm just I'm just enthusiastic, and I have enough bandwidth to do this. We'll see you tomorrow. Roger Stone, Roger Stone, ladies and gentlemen.